judge not that you be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use it, will be measured to you. This is a daily podcast. Pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to MJA and Jacqueline B. It's their birthday, and they are both very, very dear friends of mine. So you see, God blessed me twice on this day because these are beautiful, wonderful, God-fearing, loving ladies. Jacqueline B. a week ago lost her best friend and she was a great friend to a lot of people. And I only pray that Jacqueline's heart has begun to heal even a little. It was such a shock. And it's always sad to lose someone at a young age. And congratulations, Jacqueline, on your new restaurant. God is blessing you and Jessica right now. So happy birthday. Happy birthday, MJ. You are both queens. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Bow your head. Heavenly Father, we call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that we were created. Every breath we take, every morning we wake, and every moment of every hour, we live under your power. Father, we ask you now to touch us with that same power. For if you created us from nothing, you can certainly recreate us. Fill us with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in us. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through our bodies to make new any unhealthy areas so that our bodies will function the way you created them to function. And Father, restore us to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that we may serve you the rest of our lives. And we ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Listeners, 
we have an enemy who wants to undermine our confidence in salvation. We've all been there, joyfully moving along through life, sure of our standing as God's children, when all of a sudden we sin and our feelings take over. The devil can use our remorse and conflicting emotions to eat away at our assurance, and we think there is no way we can be saved. If we were truly saved, we would never have done such a thing. Overwhelmed by feelings of regret and shame, we find our faith coming under fire. It is amazing how effectively our fleeting human emotions can undermine our certainty about God's promises. We should remember that feelings can be unreliable. The Lord, however, says only what is true and never seeks to confuse us. Anytime our emotions contradict with the word of God, we can be sure the scripture is reliable. For a believer, feeling saved is like feeling married. Either you are or you're not. Your feelings do not make it so. So if you have a sense of regret that has stolen your confidence in God's eternal salvation, lay your feelings before the Lord today and embrace the certainty that comes only with his truth. Our loving Father longs for us to trust him without wavering. Amen. And we'll be back with a beautiful message directly from the Bible. Stay right there. Thank you, Paula Babe, for today's inspiration. The Bible teaches us to judge not so that we will not be judged. And jumping to James chapter 4, verse 11, it says, Do not speak evil against one another, brothers. The one who speaks against a brother or judges his brother speaks evil against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. So I conferred with Jesus <laughs> and he led me to the epistle of James. And that's in the New Testament, one of the early writings. And the theme of the book of James is genuine faith works on a daily basis by depending on the power of God. And the author, of course, is James, the Lord's brother, and he was a leader in the church of Jerusalem. The structure of the book of James is he greets his audience then instructs them about trials, talks about the nature of true faith, the untamable tongue, 
heavenly wisdom, pride versus humility, warnings to the rich, persevering patience, and other miscellaneous matters. Genuine faith is the main theme of the book of James. Faith without works cannot be called faith. James tells us that faith without works is dead and dead faith is worth is worse than no faith at all and he is right. Nothing harms the body of Christ more than a believer who refuses to exercise his or her faith in the absolute infinite power of God. Faith must work, it must produce, and it must make itself visible. Verbal faith is not enough and mental faith is insufficient. Genuine faith inspires and empowers godly action. Throughout the letter written by James, it integrates true faith and everyday practical experience by stressing that true faith must manifest itself in works of faith. Otherwise, it is not real faith at all. Genuine faith endures trials. Trials are bound to come, but a person who has a strong faith faith will face them head on and develop endurance in the process. Genuine faith understands temptations. It will never consent to our lusts and therefore, and therefore slide into sin. Christ has broken the power of sin through his death and resurrection. We are new creations and our lives are hidden in him. This means that when God sees us, he sees his son. Sin cannot rule our lives. We can give it access, but we have been freed from its ensnaring bondage. Genuine faith harbors no prejudice. For James, Faith and favoritism cannot coexist. God tells us to love one another just as he loves. Hatred and bitterness against another have no place in the kingdom of God. Genuine faith has the power to control the tongue. This small but immensely powerful part of the body must be held in check and only grace working through faith can manage it. Words are powerful. Words of grace bring life and encouragement. Genuine faith acts wisely. It gives us the ability to choose heavenly wisdom that brings life and to shun earthly wisdom that brings death. Genuine faith produces separation from the world and submission to God. It provides us with the ability to resist the devil and to humbly draw near to God. And finally, 
genuine faith waits patiently for the coming of the Lord. Although troubles and trials cause us grief, faith in return of Christ stifles complaining. As you read the book of James, watch for the life principles that play an important role. You will learn more in our valley experiences than on our mountaintops. We will learn that prayer is life's greatest time saver. We will learn to obey God and leave all the consequences to Him. We will learn that whatever you acquire outside of God's will eventually turns to ashes. But most importantly, you will learn not to speak evil against one another. Let us bow our heads for a minute and ask our Heavenly Father to forgive us for our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. It is hard to discern that talking about others, gossiping about others, even making jokes about others, whether it's a sin or not. Well, if it's in the Bible and it's telling us not to do it, talking about others is judging others, then it is a sin. And we can ask for God's forgiveness, but most importantly, listeners, let's ask for God's strength for us to try our best not to defame another person, not to gossip about our neighbor, not to make fun of anyone, even if they are on television. It is sensitive, but you will feel the conflict in your spirit. And that is what Paula brought to my attention. And then I brought it to God for direction. And yes, it is wrong. So today, let's wipe the slate clean and let's not talk about our neighbor in a negative way at all. One step at a time, one day at a time, and soon it will be a good habit that we have to reject gossip and slander and criticism and judging. Stay right there. We'll be right back. 
we'll continue to pray some more for our salvation. And here's some prayers from Cindy Trim, the author of Commanding Your Morning. Father, I worship you with my life. I decree and declare that I will live authentically and be the person you called me to be. Place within me a teachable spirit. Empower me to stand boldly for your truth. I commit to seek your guidance in everything I do because you are my source of wisdom, strength, and supernatural power. Let me be known as a person of integrity. In this way, I will spread your kingdom everywhere I go. In the name of Jesus, amen. Father, you are my priority. I declare that as I seek you first, All the resources I need will be added to me, not only material things, but also wisdom, favor, and strength. Let nothing keep me from meeting with you daily. I commit to pursue you faithfully, that I may walk in your wisdom and blessing. In the name of Jesus, amen. Father, your word says you watch the sparrows and make sure each has its needs met. How much more do you care for me? In the name of Jesus, I declare over myself that I will not doubt your love for me, but I will run to you with every need. You are my source of wisdom. You are the one who renews my strength. It is your desire that I prosper, to be in good health even as my soul prospers. I declare that I will run to you because you are more than able to accomplish everything that concerns me today. In the name of Jesus, amen. Father, I decree and declare that I fully rely on you to give me wisdom and power today on my job, at my home, wherever I go, Father, I trust you to lead me in the way I should go. I commit to spend time in prayer and stand in faith on your promises. Download divine insight so I will know how to conduct the affairs of my day. Breathe into my spirit fresh revelation so I can be on the cutting edge and defy the status quo. Mold me into your image so my life reflects your character. Father, let the light of your love and truth shine through me everywhere I go. In the name of Jesus, amen. Father, I decree and declare that I will walk in the spirit. And as a result, I will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Teach me how to practice your presence all day long and remain in an attitude of worship. There is nothing more delightful than being with you in the name of Jesus. 
I speak to my heart and I declare that I desire nothing more than you. I want you more than anything else. Thank you, Father, for promising that as I chase after you, I will be found by you. In the name of Jesus, amen. And now a few words on prayer. Keeping prayer at the center. Prayer is not separated from what we do in the world. Rather, it should be at the center of our lives, whether we make a salary or pay salaries. If you are called to work in a secular job or run your own business, then you should be relying on God through prayer and faith to infuse you with his wisdom and power so that you will reflect him in your workplace or marketplace. Prayer is not so much the practice of folding your hands, closing your eyes, and kneeling at the foot of your bed or in a pew as it is an attitude of constantly listening for God's instructions as you go through the day. This is called practicing the presence of God. There is not in the world a kind of life more sweet and delightful than that of a continual conversation with God. Those only can comprehend it who practice and experience it. Raising my hand, raising my hand. What is the key to maintaining this continual conversation? Maintaining the attitude of worship in every step of your day. And that is what it means to walk in the Spirit. Amen. And let's see what God's purpose is for your life today. We all have a purpose and we all need to be reminded of what it is. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6 says, He made us accepted in the beloved. Sometimes we can feel we just aren't enough. Regardless of what we do, we have the impression that we'll always fall short of what God wants. We try to earn his approval because we want our Father in heaven to be proud of us and love us. Well, let me assure you today, listeners, that God approves of you. And it has nothing to do with how many hours a week you volunteer or the pious things that you do to be considered a quote-unquote good Christian. Your Heavenly Father loves you on the basis of what Jesus did for you on the cross and not on the basis of what you do. Yes, God desires that we respond to him out of love and devotion. When we truly love someone, you will actively and joyfully show that person you care in the ways that you know they value. That's far different from doing things out of fear or obligation to win another person's acceptance. So the same is true for your relationship with God. He already loves you. He is already proud of you. 
and he already approves of you. Nothing you do will change that. So be freed by the truth and love that God gives you by responding to him in obedience as he leads you. Jesus, thank you so much for accepting me. Help me to obey out of genuine love. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back in just a moment. Psalm 62, verse 5. My soul waits silently for God alone, for my expectation is from Him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. In God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength, and my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before him. God is our refuge. Amen. And to conclude the podcast, let's read from Prayers from the Wilderness. Close your eyes. Bow your head if you can. Father, today I need healing for emotional wounds. I have tried to remove this pain in every way I can, reading your word, seeking prayers from others, and trusting that you would honor their prayers for me. But I realize I need a touch that can only come from a close connection and honesty with you. Lord, my prayer is for you to remove the pain in my life. I need the reassurance and comfort I now know can be found in you. I ask you please to lead me to people who are sincere and honest, those who know you, those who love you, those who put your word into practice. I need to search my spirit and wipe the tears hidden in my heart and the ones which flow from my eyes. Strengthen me in your word, Lord. Lead me every day and teach me to follow you. Show me your way. Open my heart to receive you and my desire to be with you. Help me to follow the plan that you have for my life and make me a vessel of love. Father, I thank you for this experience which allows me to see the beauty and joy that evolved from an emotionally broken spirit. I realize that you are my source of life, my source of strength, and my comforter, my peace, my Father, my Lord, and all I need. I thank you. I trust my prayer is answered without condemnation. And because of you, I believe I will be emotionally whole again. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. 
Listeners, we are to glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance, character, and character, hope. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me. We just got these blessings started for today. I can't wait to receive all that the Lord has promised. You started off your morning with him. Stay on course. Keep him close to you. Let his name come off your tongue a lot today. Bring him up and he will bring you up. Amen. See you tomorrow. Come back for more. Bye for now.